Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1-O-N-G. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi, you guys. Hi. Welcome to 902-1-O-M-G. OMG. Another episode. It's season two, and we're getting into it. Yeah. Episode two of season two. It's just flying by, but you know what? I just feel better knowing we're at the beach. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's really I nice. I do too. I do too. I, I just like the beach so much more, but uh, I'm going to be honest. I didn't love this episode. You knew I was going to say the same thing. <sighs> really? Of course. I mean, it was all, you know, I hate to say it, but I like when we focus on the teens, mm-hmm. when there's older people, aka that's us now. Uh, I don't love it as much. No, I, I mean, I like the beach and I just really loved all the bikinis and the uh, Brandon's costume and, and Brandon's all the costume. <laughs> I don't know. It's His uniform? Cute. His little outfit. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Super cute. But uh, yeah, this episode was like, <laughs> that's me snoring. So take us through. What is this? Oh, the episode? We're going to get right into it? Jeez. Oh, wait. Well, we were talking about the episode. I mean, I could I could chit-chat and tell you about my week if you want to do that first. I forgot. <laughs> people, people like that now. <laughs> people like that. How, sis, you look super tan. What's going on? Have you been out on out in the sun? Uh, a little bit. I went to Palm Springs last weekend, I think. You look so, beautiful. Got my oh, first I, coat. 
I think it's it the glowing good. aspect of the whole pregnancy thing. I forget. Yeah, we'll go away in three months. We, can't, we can't see your belly from here. I never would never know you're pregnant. It's right there. Look at show us. Oh, oh my Lordy, gosh. Look at it. It's so cute. I see it on Instagram, but you wouldn't know from your face. You would have no oh, idea. Thank you. Honestly, I feel like I lost a lot of weight in my face when I got pregnant because I stopped drinking. It was like all the bloat <laughs> that comes with drinking went away. Is so that the true. is that the trick? I know. <laughs> it doesn't help. We should give it up. We should stop drinking. Want to do like a um a dry day? A dry day. <laughs> <laughs> Start small, you know. <laughs> I don't want us to fail. So let's yeah, let's be realistic. Uh, no, I really <laughs> don't. I really don't. We're headed into you. summer soon. We're on the <gasps> beach episodes already. I feel like it's summer. In fact, I feel like I need a drink right now to even talk about this episode. Yeah, some rosé. Yeah. All day, baby. Yeah. Well, let's just talk about it. Why not? Okay, so season two, episode two was called The Party Fish for some reason. <laughs> uh, it aired on July 18th, 1991. And the synopsis is, while Brandon gets close to a fellow cabana girl at the beach club named Sandy, a member takes Brandon under his wing with his hard-to-refuse offer, which causes problems at home. Meanwhile, Brenda finds an outlet to her emotions when she, Donna, Andrea, and David begin taking drama classes in summer school taught by Chris. That was the longest synopsis we've had to date. I'm sorry. Um, I fell asleep. What happened? Uh, uh, Brandon befriends some some old dude. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't Mr. know. Mr. Rattinger. The episode was directed by Daniel Adius and written by Darren Starr and Charles Rosen. Listen, not every episode is going to be a winner. Uh, this oh. one just was not not exciting for me. Mm-hmm. What's so evs? But wouldn't you agree, like, it's exciting. We're going into the beach club. Yes. Wouldn't you not put this as the second episode that really is, it's kind of kicking off the beach club because the first episode of the second season, we're ending school, we transition into the beach club, but this is the first one full-blown beach club. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I would have done a different storyline. I mean, I would have had the rest of the group at least at the the beach club and like it was just a bunch of new Mm -hmm. people, like a new older gentleman who plays pickleball. Real exciting. (laughs) Uh, and we're just going to rip this episode from start to finish. Sorry, guys. I want to um, play pickleball with you. <laughs> I, I Do you think you could handle pickleball? I think tennis would be a little too much, but maybe mm-hmm. pickleball. Pickleball is all the rage right now. Mm-hmm. Are you being serious? I'm being serious. I remember I was young and I would see like older people playing bocce ball at the park wearing white and like thinking. And I just look at them and be like, that's going to be us one day. <laughs> and now it could be us. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who are the people that are members at beach clubs like this? Like, do they work all day? Do they have the summers off? Yeah, that's right. That's I, the thing. It, when you are wealthy enough to be a member at a club such as this, uh-huh. you don't ever have to go to work, apparently. Apparently. Like, no, they just kind of like delegate the duties at the office and uh, say, call me if you need me. <laughs> they just go to work. <laughs> they go to the beach right? all day. You yeah, have the same like, same yeah. hours as a student. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And months that that's odd. But it's the summer, and they want to they want to have a good summer too. The oldies, well, which is why it <laughs> should be all kids at the beach club, and their parents have the membership, and it should be all of them because they're off of school. 
it was there was a a part of it that was interesting like I kind of felt like sometimes you know in dirty dancing when they go away for the to the the club yes uh, I kind of felt like oh it feels like dirty dancing like there's old people and young people and there's dinners and there's uh, you know, volleyball games scheduled and pickleball games. Like, I don't know. It, it and there's fun. mistresses. Yeah, it was totally dirty to dancing. Yeah, I wanted to go there. But you're you're right. You're right. Uh, and the whole, I mean, Grunion. Is it Grunion or Runion? What is happening with the fish? Grun- the the Grunion run. Okay, you guys. I, oh, may I tell you about Grunion runs since I grew up in L.A.? It's a thing. Yes, please do. Okay, so... Growing up, my parents had a beach house in Malibu, and we would go every summer. And there are people say it's a myth. Grunions, they're real. They're these little silver fish, and you can get a tied, uh, like little booklet from the local bait shop <laughs> in Malibu. Yeah, you spend a lot of time at the bait shop. I did. My dad was an avid fisher, <laughs> fisherman, fisher, fisherman, fisher. And he was a man. So, uh, yeah. So you get a little like thing and, you know, and they run like, you know, once a month, let's say it happens and it happens for three nights. And what happens? they don't run. You guys say run. They don't run. They're swimming. It's true. Yeah, you're right. Well, okay. So here's what happens. The first night, you don't ever want to go on that night because that's when the scout grunions come. And the scout grunions come and they wash up on shore and they look. If there's lights and there's people, they go back and they're like, don't do it. Um, and so they, they go back and tell them, don't go, don't run. But so the first night you want to let lay low. Second night's when you swoop in and sometimes there's hundreds covering the beach and it, they run it like between Ooh. 12 and 2 a.m. So my parents, <laughs> we would go to sleep. They would wake us up, dress in sweats. We would go out, but we always did catch and release. We never kept the grunion. And that's what they looked like? The little silver fish. Silver fish, yeah. And then I tried to do it once when I was like older, like in my late teens with my friends. Mm-hmm. We stayed up and did it, and the boys were running around like, oh, just catching the fish. And I was like, no, you have to throw them back. They'll die. And they didn't do it in time. I remember holding up a silver grunion going, one, two, three, four, you got this. You, you, you resuscitated a grunion? I did the best I could. <laughs> but it's a real thing. So are grunions edible? Do you do people eat a grunion? You can. Ugh, I don't. You can fry them idea. up. Our our neighbors. We live next door to Lloyd Bridges, and there would be like Bo and Jeff and their families would always come every summer, and we'd do it. And their families always ate the fish, which to each their own. You're allowed to eat them. They're fish if you catch them. Oh, here's the thing, you guys. The protocol is you can't swoop them up in a bucket or use a net. You have to catch them with your hands, and then they're yours. It's illegal to do it any other way. And they're slippery oh. AF. <laughs> Our faces right now are like, ugh. I've just learned so much more than I Thanks. really ever so this wanted is a, to. This is a storyline that your dad clearly wanted written into the show because it's something that... It made him remember his <laughs> summers at the beach with his yes. family. I'm sure people were like, we don't even know about Grunion. And he's like, just put it in. It's an L.A. thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it's an L.A. thing. Well, speaking of to each his her own, um, it just reminded me when I asked you if people actually ate the Grunions, it just reminded me for some reason of you eating shrimp and um, the way you eat. Okay, you guys. What's happening? She eats, I, when I eat a shrimp, she will eat the tail of my shrimp. 
Oh, I know she, people that do that. Yeah. So so now it's just a thing. Like she eats her shrimp and then and she just hands me the tails. <laughs> so disgusting. Yin to and me. yang. <laughs> but why? To each his own. Why? Exactly. Is it flavorful? Is there something good happening? You like that? I like a good crunch. <laughs> God. Are you saying like it like a deep fried shrimp? Or it doesn't matter. She it doesn't matter. Fried. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because fried, okay, I can understand the the friedness is still around the tails, maybe, but yeah, I've I've tried like the shrimp cocktail ones, and they're not as good. But if it's yeah. cooked, it's a little crispier. But if it's deep fried like shrimp tempura, I'm all over it. What a weirdo! Oh my god! It actually started during one of my pregnancies. I was like, for some reason, you get these weird cravings. I was like, that looks good, and I'd never tried it before. And I crunched on it, and I was like, delicious. And I was like, give me your tails. <laughs> weird well that, that's weird the grunion run whole storyline was weird but um even weirder was this the new girl all of a sudden out of the blue that works at the beach club never saw this coming sandy and she comes in like she owns the joint mm-hmm. she seems a little presumptive is that the word presumptive presumptuous I was, yeah, yeah she carried presumptive. a lot of drama unreasonable yeah like don't be jealous she, because I she's take, jealous take, taking taking your brandon <laughs> no it just felt like she future. had a lot of ownership over him right out of the way and i didn't mm-hmm. understand it at all you I, guys I thought, did I, I miss something yeah you're right did I, I recognize her. She was in other stuff in the 90s. And stuff I did too. And I couldn't put my finger on it. I like right. was trying to remember. Was she a valley girl? <clears throat> oh my gosh. That, that would be exciting. Girls just want to have fun. Deborah, Wait, Deborah Goodrich. Goodrich. Mm-hmm. Wait, I feel like she was a friend. She wasn't like a main character in one mm-hmm. of those movies or a movie like it or well, weird science. Real, or I, I, she's a good actress. Summer and- school. We'll get, really we'll get some feedback. We'll actress, come back to that. I didn't know. I, I just didn't. It was a weird storyline. Yeah. And you know what? There was another spotting of Brandon dancing. What the heck? Right. Knocked think, me off my couch. I think he's a secret dancer. Like I must have fast forwarded through that scene because I, <laughs> I don't remember it. Well, it was awkward. So you didn't miss much. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Brandon suddenly, and I feel like he, he got to the beach and it, it comes out even more, have a New York accent? You, you thought? There's times. Okay, so so Jason's Canadian, but <laughs> I noticed this. I forgot to mention it to you guys. Like, I noticed this a while ago when I was looking at an Ellen clip. It was like, was it Ellen? No. It was someone else, like way, way, way back. So Ellen, yeah. It was a clip from a talk show. It was like his first talk show during 90210. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jen, you remember this because I was really upset because whoever it was, was it Joan Rivers? Whoever it was asked him about everyone, like say a name, <laughs> say something associated with mm-hmm. this character, or this person. And the, she didn't mention me. I was like, whatever. And what was the word he said about you? And I was like, wow, that was real early on. I don't remember. I remember, but I don't remember. Happy. You're like, oh, he's very like, like she she said I was, did he say I was a lot of fun or something? Like, I don't remember. It was something that made you sound like a little young school girl. Like, um, but he had like a New York accent on that talk show. You you always have this feeling that he slips into an accident. Accident? No, he slips into an accent. (laughs) Well, he had one of those too, but yeah, it was, 
Yeah. I don't know what it was because you wouldn't have that. I mean, he's from basically Vancouver, Canada. Like you, you would have a different sort of accent. A it lot wouldn't... of times though that happens. Like I know my mom, she, she's not from the South, but whenever she gets around people from the South, she starts talking like them. Yeah. So I feel like young actors around that time, a lot of them were kind of from the East Coast and they kind of had that cool like New York, a little. You kind of have that like temper, you know, like, he goes from zero to yeah, 60 sometimes with his anger. Bada bing, bada boom, that, is that what you're trying to say? A little bit, a little <laughs> machismo. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. But Brandon was uh, into the older lady. We never really determined how much older she was. It seemed like it'd be a big topic, but yeah. nobody ever said how old she really was, right? But they said he was 17, which is still ew. Like if she's older. Like older, happening? like how much older? Like 20? I feel like she was in her 20s, right? She sure. couldn't have been older than that. She okay. didn't look older than that. No, but she did look older for sure. I mean, knowing, knowing our show, she could have been like 18 probably. She actually could have been playing younger than 18. <laughs> yeah. But then she comes. it comes out that she's a hooker or not a hooker, but like a... <laughs> I mean, what's happening? All a of a mistress. sudden, she's like, hubba hubba in the red dress. Yeah. Wait, why is a mistress associated with a hooker? I, it just, to me. It, and why am I personally offended? <laughs> my initial reaction when she came out in the red dress, I was like, wait, is she a hooker? What's happening? But then but, I realized that she's not really. She may, she seemed more of like a sex slave or a toy for the <laughs> rich guy. Like, a, What is happening? I mean, I, you're not wrong. Really? She was his, yeah. like, mistress, like his kept little beach bunny. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Dylan knew all about it. He was trying to warn Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure what Dylan was getting at. Like, was he saying he had, yeah. had, had relations with the lady? That's what mm -hmm. I'm thinking. That's what I put together. Yeah. So, well, it made me feel bad for her. So she was just one of those, she was one of those fast girls. Like she was kind of. <laughs> See, I don't think so. I, think, I don't girl. think she was a fast girl. I think she was intentional paying her rent. Like, I feel like she was doing what she had to do to stay afloat. Which is and sad. So she yeah, had a sugar daddy. sad for her. He was her sugar daddy, right? I she, mean, he, he told her, yeah, he told her that he loved her. Can we get a sugar daddy minus the sex? You wanna... <laughs> well, both of our dads have passed. So can we get a sugar daddy? But he would literally just be like a daddy. No, no sex. I don't think when you uh, sugar daddy is that definition. It, it doesn't play like, like a, a daddy, daddy role. Dad, it's, you know, it's the, it's it's the like, daddy. It's like your man. What do you mean, you guys? They have like adopted like grandparents and stuff. So we would just like find one and adopt sure. him but they wouldn't be titled as sugar daddy it would just be like an adoptive dad okay that has <laughs> lots of money and we'll give it all to you anyway let's we'll, do we'll, put an, let, we'll put an ad out for you on uh, craigslist oh no you're going down with me let's put it on our bucket list perfect thanks <laughs> get a sugar daddy sugar daddy minus the, the benefit Minus he, the sugar. He, he gets no benefits. We get all the benefits, which are like he flies us places and well, we go on cruises and islands. Like, why would he want that <laughs> if he's not getting anything? Because we're really nice and we would like talk to him and have great conversations. 
and keep them company. I love an older man. There may be older men out there who have lost their daughters and want that relationship. And it's like this void that you could fill both ways. All right. Well, here we go. We're putting a search out there. If you guys know anybody... It's an older gentleman and once a... And he's lonely and he maybe was a big fan of 90210. Yep. And, and we can reenact scenes for him <laughs> over, over <laughs> a, a beautiful weird. dinner. We'll, we'll entertain him. <laughs> Make yeah. him laugh. We're funny. We're funny. I'm going to put it... Let's put an ad out. <laughs> oh, my God. My manager wants to know if he can be your sugar daddy. Oh, Randall James. <laughs> I said that. He doesn't have enough money to afford you. Oh, yeah. What would our price be? Oof. What would our price be? Because that's pretty. Do we get paid or we just get like. Oh, perks. perks. Oh, okay. Okay. So, oh, wow. We really got to plan this out strategically yeah. I because. I feel like this is a whole different podcast. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Going mm-hmm. with the theme of this. Yeah. Party fish. <laughs> Party fish goes right along with it. I think um, we have to, like, we have to add a private jet to our, like, yeah, that's like a Mm must-have. Yeah, I mean, at at minimum. Yeah. Because I hate going through an airport with you because you just walk way too fast. So we need the private, like. No, no. You don't hate going through an airport with me as much as I hate going through an airport with you. This might be true. But we could go to like, we could go, you could go back to Bali. I've never been to Bali. In fact, we're going to find one that will buy us Bali. <laughs> and I then think, we'll, I'm pretty sure Bali's not for sale, but. Um, look at me, get like minimum five vacations per year. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, something along those lines. Oh, wow. Okay, sis, if you like work this out and you're our, you're our sugar daddy manager, right, we'll, right, g- right. we'll give you commission. Great. Okay. Right, or she can come. <laughs> I can come. Well, we don't know if he's into young girls, like, you know. Oh, right. She might not be. He, he might just want I'm middle-aged pregnant women. with three-year-old <laughs> twins. There's way too much baggage with me. Oh, right, because we don't have baggage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got more baggage than LAX. Ooh, I just made that up, you guys. <laughs> I like that. Oh, you Thanks. should make that. You should make that that's a t-shirt. That's, that's, that's your good. next sweatshirt. <laughs> This episode was like, it was supposed to be like a glimpse into, quote, how the other half live or like Brandon's like experience with, with the other half. And I didn't really understand why they needed this episode, episode two, season two, to like sort of put a spotlight on that because that's the whole premise of the whole series. Like. True. So why, why go even deeper into that concept? With people that were, had never been on the show before and nobody ever, nobody really knew and just felt weird with the, with the, what was his name? Mr. Radinger. Mr. Radinger. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I couldn't see, I, I thought we weren't getting back to, I, I was obsessed. I had to look up Deborah Goodrich. I, I know she's from one of my favorite horror films of all time, April Fool's Day. Oh. From the 80s, 1986. She starred in it. She's the lead female. It's the best. Okay, sorry. Go on. Now I'm like fangirling out. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> do you want to And do- I just looked her up and she's 62 now. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Why are you sad about that? Why? I mean, she's so 62 she now. Was like, she was much older than. Yeah. When she played that role. 
Maybe like she must have been in like her mid thirties. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, if you want, we could call her up and talk to her since you're a big oh, fan. I am such a huge fan. I wish she had guest starred today on our podcast. I would have died, you guys. No, I don't want to die. But, like, I would have freaked out. Like, oh, God. The best. Anyway, I think out of that, I think that was it. Oh, she was on. No. Yeah. I think that was it. We should take a break. We're losing Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> don't go. We have. Okay. Don't There's go. much you more can't to talk leave about. me. We're, we're gonna, we have to hire a sugar daddy, don't we? Oh, jeez. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin, and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we are back, you guys. And can we move into summer school and to acting like the drama class? Because that actually interests me more. What interested me was that uh, this was kind of starting to see David and Donna be like in the same scenes together, sitting together. I kind of noticed a little glimpse of exciting chemistry there. And I, I was like, oh, there's David and Donna. So I saw that too. And then the drama scene... I don't even think they knew they were getting David and Donna together. And David and I were just like mashed up together sitting Mm -hmm. there. And I was like, was that a choice? Like Brian and I just like decided to sit together. Like what was it? You look really cute though. You look super cute in that um, blue dress. And yeah, that very, the cocktail blue dress at summer school. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) It was a new season. I had come back uh, realizing I could get highlights. I think my hair was a little lighter frosted I think because I had to use my mom's hairdresser who was like (laughs) it was a little outdated and she was like only frosted tips so (laughs) just the tips just the tips (laughs) (laughs) it was a little outdated well Uh, I thought you looked adorbs yeah thank you uh, what about Brenda's big monologue? What What is it when you're in acting class and they give you an acting exercise and she's like, the wall, it's cold. I have oh, this memory. I do not care for this story because I, I've been to acting classes before and I think it just gives me a little bit of PTSD because 
I don't want to go be the person doing the monologue on stage. And I never, you know, I've never, maybe this is a new class. Maybe I should take this class because I've never done something where they give you like a prop and say, you know, uh, how does this prop bring back those sense memories? And it's very detailed work they're doing in there. It is for high school. And I mean, every uh, acting teacher has their own thing. And and this was his, this was Elvis's acting tips. Elvis's <laughs> acting school. Because the teacher, we talked about this last episode, that plays the uh, drama teacher. He mm-hmm. was played Elvis Presley in the TV movie. Michael St. Gerard. I wonder good? how long this, uh, the, the, the drama stuff is going to go on. Oh, it's going on. It continues. There's more. Oh, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just felt like finally, okay, go to the beach, you guys. Everybody go to the beach. Make that storyline exciting. Get everybody down there playing volleyball. I don't know. But at the end of the show, when, uh, thank God, Donna and Kelly and Steve show up to like liven the <laughs> joint up. Like, yeah. That was the best part of the whole show for me. Thank I don't God, know, maybe I'm Steve. Just- <laughs> No, thank God Steve borrowed your tank top. Thank God. <laughs> he looked great. He's all suntanned. And- but in certain shots, like a close-up, you just it looks like a little orange string bikini. Ladies top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ladies halter top. top. That was the style, though. That was really thin crop top tank tops for men, even. You sure about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. The wardrobe must have been very simple for these episodes because Brandon wears the same uniform every day. Dylan's always in the uh, naked. Okay. From the sur- what is it no. called? A wetsuit. He's suit. always in a spring suit and, and the shoes that go with it. <laughs> it bugs me so much. Cause you don't, he's not going to walk around the locker room in the spring suit and the shoes. It just bugs me. Like they try to do variations like sometimes he has it half on, half sometimes on, fully on. Not zipped. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But it's probably because he just didn't want to deal with wardrobe and he was like, just put that thing on me. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that was it. Oh, my gosh. Wait, can I go back to summer school for one second? If Is it must. me, you guys? Or like when you took summer school, it's because you didn't do well in a class. And you had to do summer school in order to get credits to go on to the next grade. No, no, it no. wasn't sometimes an elective. Like an elective. No, sometimes they're elective, like enrichments during summer. Who does that during summer? Uh, you could really smart uh, kids do that. They Brenda take electives Walsh. to get ahead. Shit. Donna was in the class. Come on. Yeah, that makes no sense. Why you are in that class? Quite it's honestly, it's also a drama class. It's not yeah. like you guys are taking pre-calc. No, I know. It's just like a drama class should have been during the school year. I don't understand why. It's almost like they wanted to show summer school, but they're like, we don't want to show boring summer school, so let's pick drama. Like you know, yeah. Okay, fine. I'll go it with was it. just it's just odd. Maybe it was to sort of open up the world for Brenda in like that she wanted to be an actress, and then that right, right, eventually leads to her moving away. I don't know. But Kelly's in the school, but why, she's why not in the drama. Yeah, you're, but you're not in the drama class. But I have a theory. I have a theory that you were actually doing proper summer school, which <laughs> is what normal people do. What are you and- trying to say? My SAT was higher than yours, so <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> But it, no, you're just trying to bank it maybe for college because you're that smart. There could Ugh, be something I else. So. I Kelly know. would have been at the beach. Donna would have been at the beach. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just makes no sense. Well, but, summer school usually only is half the summer. So hopefully it ends soon and then everyone's at the beach club. Well, fingers fucking crossed. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> fingers crossed. I know. I know. It was I'm obsessed episode. with your fringe jean skirt, though, in that hallway scene. Or I didn't have my glasses on. Was that not fringe from the jean skirt? <laughs> I didn't see any fringe, but maybe. Oh, my God, you guys. I'm super embarrassed. I was what? so excited. Well, it should have been. I thought it was just a little black fringe hanging from the bottom of your jean skirt. No? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. so cute. Okay. That was cute. Yeah. My daughter has summer school this year for the first time for um, uh, math. The bummer. And I'm I'm more pissed Common. off about it than her. Like I'm more like oh. annoyed and mad about it than her. I don't want to take her to summer school. Oh, you have to take her. Yeah. And they can't miss it or they don't pass the they don't pass. They can't miss one day. That's what this email told me. Do not miss it or you won't get cuz she's switching to a new school this year. So this is part of the acceptance is you have to take this course in summer school. And How she's a she's it? a rule follower, mm-hmm. if you couldn't tell. So yeah, she I can't just, do it online. Like we're transitioning at this point. Like you can't do at least summer school online now. I have to find out. Bummer. But that'll that'll probably just sort of, you know, she's not going to learn anything if she does it online. Just like she didn't learn anything at school <laughs> last year. So true, true. <laughs> fine. I I hear that. Uh, well, when I take vacations this summer, I'll miss you, boo. Yeah, thanks. I'll be here in my car. (laughs) In the carpool lane. Just like every other day of the year. Can we talk about Henry, the club manager? Yes. As I noticed, it doesn't seem like he manages a lot. Seems like he's always eating out of a fruit bowl or watching (laughs) soaps on his balcony. (laughs) I like it. I want his job. (laughs) Yeah. I had a real problem with him watching the um, the TV on the balcony, <laughs> and, and, and for only one reason. I know he couldn't see the screen with the sun glaring. You can't see a TV like that in full sun on the balcony. It's that an interesting my- setup. Like, why put yeah. him out there in the first place watching TV? Didn't buy it for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's cool. He's like a super cool guy. I would want he him is. for boss. And like, yes. He's been fun. <gasps> oh, let's try to interview him. That would be great. Oh, that'd be fun. How long are we at the beach at the beach club? Like all <laughs> Good summer? Question. Or... We'll see. Into season three? What happens? I, I, we, we don't do know. Things. We, we don't watch know this show week to week with you guys. So we have no idea what's next. Nope. Sandy wore a lot of headbands in this episode. <laughs> And they were, they were big. What was that? Was that like, how would that stay on? It was like a, tur- like a turban, like those things you dry <laughs> your hair with after you get out of the shower. Yeah, I love it those. I, like I wonder if it was windy. And so they had to do it for the first one. They're just like, oh, screw it. Let's just keep her in headbands. I, I don't know. It was weird. I mean, it's part of the uniform. I don't know. It's a good question. I want those chaise lounges with the. The what little ovary things that, he, that Brandon was putting up. Yeah, yeah. the pink and like white ones. Shell. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Pink and white. We need that. Also, I noticed that Brandon and Dylan 
were using a lot of slang names for each other. Like late. Sorry. Like calling each other weird names. Can you name them? Like, like Joan, inside joke Jonesy? names. Yeah. What was one? Jonesy? Jones? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I did they use it in that one? Joke. That became a big thing. Like, there's a future episode I won't spoil where it's a, literally a cliffhanger and the Jones name is there. Mm. Because of that, because of them calling each other Jones, I have a friend from high school and you remember my friend Jenny, mm-hmm. the other Jenny, mm-hmm. and she and I call each other Jones because of Brandon and Dylan since we really? were 16. Yeah. So that was a thing, but I don't know where it came from. We'll have to ask Jason. No idea. Well, yeah. Why don't you ask him? Text him right now. Cause he loves to rehash old 90210 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to talk about uh, some favorite lines from this episode? Cause I, I had some. Yeah, I think we do. We should get into those and also 90s fashion if there's even a little bit more that we can tap into right after this. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about fashion from this super exciting episode. Uh, did you guys have any favorite fashion moments? Because I did. Do tell. Yes. Well, I had two. One, I really appreciated Jim and Cindy's coordinating beach party outfits. Oh, the way her, coordinating. her, you know, two-piece shorts and blazer went with his sweater. That was nice. Mm-hmm. I like the uniforms. I like that they keep it, you know cohesive with pink and green Beverly Hills colors but in a Mm -hmm. different like the pink's more of like a mauvey blush and like the green is a dark like forest green very fresh I feel like Brandon looks very fresh and like I like it I like it too but you know I've got to admit I'm kind of developing a little crush on Jim on James Ackhouse oh yeah, I didn't see this coming, you guys, but it's a thing. Uh, I really like his suspenders. Ew. Oh, I, lo- <laughs> I love a man in suspenders, actually. I just want to snap him. Suspenders <laughs> no. are so sexy. Can, can we have him on the show soon? Oh, we yeah. talk about him more than anybody else. I feel like <laughs> you we know need what? to have him on. We really do. Yes. Okay. We have to. Did not see you going to the suspenders. I don't know. I didn't either, but something about it. Are we going to eventually see him in a bathing suit at the beach club? Oh, <gasps> Is that going to just, wow. 
You just gave me something to live for. <laughs> Her summer's looking up now. There we go. I don't even care about summer school now. I'm just excited to see daddy in a, <laughs> a speedo. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. The theme of this episode, daddies. <laughs> It is. Did you, did you have, have any? Did you like any fashions? I already said mine, and it was Donna's cocktail dress that she was wearing <laughs> in summer school. I was like, why she's so fancy? She's from Beverly Hills. Hello. Yeah, she was living it up. I just like the uniforms. I don't know. I mean, wasn't there was yeah. nothing like no. super exciting? I no, like though at the end of the episode when everybody's um, hanging out on the beach, everybody mm-hmm. just looked very real and casual mm-hmm. and like I don't know, it just felt like ac- an actual real group of people hanging out together. The way they were dressed and the, just the way they were goofing around, oversized mm-hmm. sweatshirts and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was probably freezing. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Can we tap lines? Because I have several lines I loved. Give them to me. Okay, so I loved when Dylan said after Brandon, he talked about the breakup and he's like, big Jimbo's going to be flying. Is that a thing? Flying? Like he's going to be psyched because they broke up? Right. Meaning he's happy about it. Yeah, I never heard that before. Did I get the line right? I think so. Oh, yeah. Well, at least big Jimbo's going to be flying. And then... uh, Brandon sees Andrea and Brenda approaching him and he goes, uh-huh. the females. Hello. <laughs> oh, hello, females. That was weird. Ew. <laughs> I'm assuming that was an improv and I was not there you for it. I'm pretty sure that was an improv. <sighs> I like the, um, the line from Jim to Brandon when he was telling, he said, don't sell yourself short. I don't know. <laughs> the irony in, of it and <laughs> we lost story she's laughing at me she's laughing to laugh <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> what's happening <laughs> Why? you're so bad don't sell you yourself have to short have such a big reaction you're big and soul <laughs> wait what <laughs> Sorry, you guys. <laughs> She's lost it. She's crying. <laughs> anyway, did you have any favorite lines? <laughs> of course, your favorite line was from Jim. Um, uh, this was from Sandy, although she wasn't my favorite. But she said, I'm just not about to pour my heart out to the teenage boy from Beverly Hills. I was like, ouch. I like that. That feels very John Hughes-esque. Uh-huh. <sighs> That's it. That's that's it. That's it for our lines. That's that's for our fashion. We've we've completely talked about everything talkable aboutable. <laughs> those, those aren't words in this episode. So why don't we listen to our the the people that we love so much? Do we have any questions from our listeners? We sure do. This is from Carly. She says, "Y'all." So I'm <laughs> assuming she's from somewhere down in the south. Uh, y'all were so young during the first few seasons. Did you ever have to film anything you were uncomfortable with? Like Tori constantly had to be the virgin part. Jenny, the not so virgin part. 
I've always heard Hollywood isn't a place for kids. Would you ever want any of your children to be on TV at that age? So this is kind of a two-part question. I feel like we've talked about the children thing Mm -hmm. on TV, right? Did you ever have to do anything that you were uncomfortable doing, though? I mean, when we started, we were teens. So, yeah, I mean, every time kissing a boy, it was uncomfortable. It still is. In my 40s, if I have to kiss a boy on TV, like, it's still, it's awkward, you guys, because everyone's <laughs> watching you, and you don't know them that well, and all of a sudden, you're making out. I had a, one, one thing that I was not comfortable with, it wasn't on this show, but it was on a movie of the week, I think, that I did, and it, it's it was uncomfortable then, and it's even more uncomfortable now. I had to make out with Gregory Harrison, who is um, the father of my ex-husband's fiance. If you can track that. Wow. That's okay, crazy. So that is awkward, right? I made out with yeah, what would Peter's that be? fiance's father. What went through your mind? Well, at the time, that I was like. so crazy. It was like a young girl and an older man storyline. And then she ends up killing him, of course, because, you know, it was a movie of the week. Uh, <laughs> but she, <laughs> I just remember thinking, huh? this is so weird. He's like in his forties and uh, I'm 19. It was just weird. And that weird to be put in that position and like have uh-huh. to, you know, do it. I mean, I chose to do the movie and then, but it was, they just, you know, you're put in a lot of really weird, awkward situations, I think. But at the end of the day, you have a choice and you can do it or not do it. I mean, if you don't do it, you don't get the job, but <laughs> yeah. There's that, but but I mean, at least I remember when you were doing that movie, and he was quite a bit older, but he was Trapper John and D. Like he, <laughs> I remember being so excited because I was such a fan of that TV show in the eighties. Um, <laughs> but remember, we were on a flight, and he was on it. So we were on a flight, and he was on it, and this is before I knew his daughter. I mean, I knew that Peter had a girlfriend. Um, but I didn't put two and two together. And then we saw him on a flight and you talked to him and hugged him and introduced me. And then we went back to sit down. I was like, Oh my God, it's Gregory Harrison. And you're like, uh, you know, that's weird. Right. And I was like, why? And you're like, (laughs) that's Peter's girlfriend. It's dad. And I was like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just weird. It's like small town kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Like what's weirder is you were so young when you did that, but Let's just say, let's go back in time. And people have Hollywood romances all the time because, hello, you met Peter, your ex-husband, the father of your children, doing a TV movie. He was playing your love interest. So what if, and this was before, you had (laughs) fallen in love with Gregory Harrison and then you guys had married and had kids together. That means Peter's, your ex-husband's soon-to-be wife would have been your daughter. Could have been. I'm just saying. I, yes, you, you're connecting the dots, but I don't think that would have worked out that way. I know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if it did somehow? Yeah, maybe not be funny at all. No, uh, no, no, not funny. Really uh, gross. But the other part of Carly's question was uh, sorry about Hollywood and, and it being a place for kids. And would you want your TV, your kids to be on TV at this age? I personally would not want my kids to be on TV or in that, like on sets or on, you know, in the industry on that level. Um, when they were, when they are 16 or 15 or 16, 17, 
Um, and not because it's like such a terrible place and terrible, terrible things always happen, but because so often those sets are, you know, they do everything they can to make it good for the kids and like, you know, protect them, Mm -hmm. but you can't protect them from being exposed to a group of, you know, 60 plus grown up people on a set all day. She didn't mean age wise. She meant like uh, uh, the amount of people. Right. Yeah. Like, like a group, a large group of like crew members and cast members stuff just goes on throughout the day that I just wouldn't want my kids to be exposed to. Or you can't keep them from boys in their late teens and twenties with hormones raging. You grow up fast. Yeah. You grow up fast. And I mean, we turned out all right. (laughs) What about like child, child acting like babies and, that yeah. type of age, up to like 10 years old. I feel so bad for the kids and the babies that are actors when I'm really? working with them. And when I, I just feel like they do not want to be there and they're being like bribed into doing things for like candy or for oh, you get to go outside and play if you just say the line one more time. Okay, say it one more time and do it this way. And they're like, ugh, I don't want to do it. <laughs> you can tell they yeah. just don't want to be doing it. And it always feels really bad. And the babies, it's really hard. Oh. I mean, remember BH and I don't know. I was supposed to have a baby in it, and they usually cast twins. And those little, they have no control or any say, or they're not promised anything. They're just like, all they know is their parents. And then they're shoved in some like strange woman's hands, and you're like loving on them and holding them like, and they're like, who is this? Or yeah. so often they're thrown into a scene where there's like, in a, in a, like, there's screaming and yelling and like, Maybe this is about like traumatic things and the kids are put, those little babies are put into those environments. I always feel really bad about that. I've always been so curious about it and you're really making me never want to explore it. I know. (laughs) Especially because you have twins, but your twins aren't identical. So that doesn't really work. No. But I mean, I have, you know, even before they were born, you know, I was approached by an agency asking me if I wanted representation for them before they were born while they're in my stomach. Yeah, those agents, they come for you. (laughs) And they want it. It's because I guess newborns are like a high, like it's really hard to get newborns and shots and scenes. And so that's what they really wanted them for. And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Well, I never understood it. Like growing up, I would see babies and scenes and not get it until I had my own children. And I'm like, that's how a newborn looks like. Like those babies that are (laughs) playing newborns with the stuff all over their face coming coming out. fully open. Looking around. Yeah. Yeah. They're so much older. (laughs) Holding their heads up. Yeah. Because when you think about it, it's like, who's going to give their newborn baby for a scene unless you're in the industry already and you're like, sure. Yeah. And, and sometimes people need the money to pay for the baby. No, like, I get so it. There yeah. are reasons why people do it, but I, is it good for the child? Uh, I don't think so. Personally, no. It's I no. wonder what will happen now because for, you know, going everyone's going back to work, but still it's the COVID of it all. And coming off of that, I would not want a baby in some stranger's arms or with all the people on set. Yeah. Like, so I wonder how now they're going to be casting newborn babies. They're going to come out and they're going to be like, here's your newborn baby. And it's going to be like a six year old (laughs) because they can't get newborns anymore. (laughs) But they do, they can make babies now too. Like dolls, like they motorize the dolls and computerize them now. And they, they kind of look weird and, but almost convincing. At least they're moving. <laughs> you guys ever seen a movie or a show when they're supposed to be holding a baby and it's a doll? 
and you can clearly tell that they're, they're holding a, an actual doll baby, yeah. pretending that it's a real life baby. <laughs> yep. It's, I've had to do that too. And it's so, it's so weird. You're like, so you guys, weird. this is, it's a fake, this is fake. I can't. <laughs> so weird. Tap into always, your acting skills. Yeah. They just stay like, like lay there too. Like they don't move. They're plastic. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's good perspective yeah okay alicia is saying both kelly and donna had many relationships over the seasons who do you think was the best fit for your character and who was the worst tori you have to pick someone other than david because that's too obvious that's gonna be a spoiler you guys right are we allowed to do that like who you we haven't gotten to those no think you can hypothesize yeah. Um, okay. So out of everyone that Donna dated through all 10 seasons, if I had to pick someone that would be a really good guy for her, other than David, it would be Joe Bradley, who was her yeah. boyfriend. He was the all-star college. college, the football player, had the heart condition. Cameron Bancroft yeah. played him. He was a good guy. And Joe was just like the sweetest and just a really good guy. Hmm. You'll remember him when you see him. <laughs> okay, I hope so. Um, for Kelly, I would think, oh, there are just so many. Um, <laughs> Go through your Rolodex. Nope, nope, nope. Well, it's it would be, a, I think it's, yeah, I always go to the, him, the guy, Matt Durning. I knew you were going to say him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. I think Often. so too. Yeah, Kelly's life would have been really happy if she had married Matt. He was so and just good. stable and yeah, yes. stable. <laughs> I like that idea. And you guys would have made really cute babies. I like that mm-hmm. in an alternate universe. Oh, we didn't say who the worst was. Oh, why not? Who was the oh, worst? Can I pick your worst? Yeah, and I'll pick your worst. Okay. Uh, for for Donna, it would be. Um, I don't know the character name, but I know the actor's name is Vince. Oh, Noah Hunter? Noah. I didn't think he was a good match for you. Oh. Were no. you guys a couple? Weren't you were Donna and Noah a couple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like that. He did bug a little bit. More so than Ray? She's just saying that because mm-hmm. she because <laughs> I dated him in real life and she didn't like him. I didn't okay. like that either. <laughs> she did not like him for me in real life so that's that's it's personal that's getting okay. personal. perfectly nice i mean guy, but you yeah. would choose him you would choose okay just character wise though you would choose noah hunter as the worst over ray pruitt who pushed me yeah. to, pushed on yeah. down the stairs and broke her arm that's yeah. what Interesting. i was gonna say yeah i think i would okay and while i was wild about this storyline because i just thought you guys were fun to see together it would be colin for kelly it was horrible for her he was mm-hmm. bad news. Bad yeah. news bears. Yeah. It's a bad influence. Are there any more questions? That was it, guys. That's all our questions for today. Okay. Yeah. You guys keep them coming. Keep them coming. Keep up the reviews and the the stars. And oh, if you want to get the merch, I finally got my Kelly and Donna shirt. You see it? Oh cute. I'm wearing it. Right okay, there. how good is the fit? Do you like it's the length? Comfy. It's a little short. Oh, oh god! But, but if I wear like high waisted pants, it would be cute. I think. Oh, oh your pants! But it's really <laughs> soft. You have those cute high waisted pants that, like, even jeans you have that are like mm-hmm. almost like wide legged on the bottom. Yeah. That would look really cute with that. I'd like to see you in that. Yeah. 
So you can check it out on the Instagram page or you can go to myfanthreads.com slash 9021OMG and get your merch because you'll like it. So next week, what do we have coming, ladies? Season two, episode three. What's it called? Summer Storm. Ooh. Okay, it sounds really exciting. (laughs) Quite the opposite of party fish. Things always happen during a summer storm. That makes me very excited. Yeah, okay, so we'll just pretend like episode two didn't really happen and go on to episode three. <laughs> I like it. That Thanks feels for fair. bearing with us, guys. I hope that I hope they agreed with us. Maybe maybe this was somebody's very, very favorite episode. Who knows? And if it is, we'd love to hear that and let us know. Prove us wrong why you think that. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Oh, you'll hear us next week. <laughs> Bye. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.